Dave here with Mindset Ups and Downs. Been missing in action for a couple of days now. Got a little under the weather. I am feeling much better today. Today was an active recovery day for me. I just did some walking while I was shopping and stuff. So I got in over five miles today. I do believe it was about 5.14. Um, eight, eating last couple of days have been not so on point, but I am feeling uh, like the sickness. I was craving a little bit more carbs during my short, brief cold that I had. Hopefully I'm recovering from that. So, we'll continue the read of the obesity code today. So, the low-calorie believers disparage the LCHF people. The LCHF movement ridicules the vegans. The vegans mock the paleo supporters. The paleo followers decide the low-fat devotees. All diets work because they all address a different aspect of the disease. But none of them work for very long, because none of them address the totality of the disease, without understanding the multifactorial nature of obesity, which is critical. We are doomed to an endless cycle of blame. Most dietary trails are fatally flawed. By this tunnel vision, trials comparing low-carb to low-calorie diets have all asked the wrong question. These two diets are not mutually exclusive. What if both are valid? Then there should be similar weight loss on both sides. Low carb diet, lower insulin. Lowering insulin levels reduces obesity. However, all foods raise insulin to some degree. Since refined carbohydrates often make up 50% or more of the standard American diet, low calorie diets generally result in a reduced carbohydrate intake. So low-calorie diets, by restricting the total amount of food consumed, still work to lower insulin levels. Both will work, at least in the short term. That is exactly what Harvard professor Dr. Frank Sachs confirmed in his randomized study of four different diets. Despite differences in carbohydrate, fat, and protein content, albite, relatively minor weight loss was the same. Maximum weight loss occurred at six months, with gradual regain after the, thereafter. A 2040 meta-analysis, excuse me, 2014 meta-analysis of dietary trials reached much the same conclusion. Weight loss differences between individual diets were minimal. Sure, sometimes one diet comes off as slightly better than another. The difference is usually less than two pounds and often fades within a year. Let's face it, we've done low calories, low fat, it didn't work. We've done Atkins too. It didn't produce the effortless weight loss that was promised. Sometimes these results are interpreted to mean that everything can be eaten in moderation, which doesn't even begin to address the complexity of weight gains in humans. Moderation is a cop-out answer. A deliberate attempt to evade the hard work of searching for dietary truths. For example, should we eat broccoli in the same moderation as ice cream? 
Obviously not. Should we drink milk in the same moderation as sugar? Sweetened beverage? Obviously not. We'll, we'll stop there for this evening. We're about done with this book. A few more pages to go. And we'll start the next book. Again, my apologies for being out. I uh, did want to get on yesterday, but I just was feeling under the weather, and I I didn't want to get on, to be honest. Let's see, yesterday, did I work out? No, I did not. Let me think. Yes, I did, Friday. I was feeling under the the weather, but I still got up and I ran my two miles, and I did some, uh, well, see, I did some band work, that's it, Friday. Today, like I said, active recovery rest. Um, tomorrow, I do have my best intention to make it to the gym tomorrow. I'm going to do my best not to talk myself out of it. My work clothes is in the car because I am going to work tomorrow on Sunday for a few hours. Uh, let's see. That should do it. And I hope all is well. And remember, if you do something positive on a daily basis, whether it be a push-up every day or whether it be going for a walk, reading a book, something positive to get you in a positive state. Take care, guys. Dave, out.